Hi, welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Every day is a clean slate and a fresh start. Make today the day. Hey, welcome to Wellness Wednesday. We have got an exciting episode today. It'll be quick, but we want to address the mindset that some of us have about food. Certainly me. Um, I've been battling my weight, you know, since having kids. And, you know, I keep saying, oh, you know, I'm going to start a diet. D-I-E-T. Die is in diet. Um, Without ever really addressing the lifestyle change that has to come with that. So found this um, neat little article. It says, are you stuck in a dieting mindset? So when you're in a diet mindset, you're more focused on rules around eating and exercise than you are on using your own internal intuition. Some features of that dieting mindset might include uh, such as banning foods, you know, um, or entire food groups altogether, such as the uh, no carb diet or low fat diet or, you know, banning certain foods altogether. Yeah, like fruit. Fruit is good for you. It has a lot of nutritional value and it fuels your body. However, if you cut that out, you're missing out on that. Yes, yes. And then cutting out foods you enjoy to eat um, that produce good nutritional value, just like what you were talking about. Um, Thinking of foods as either good or bad. That's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah. Because I am like, oh my gosh, that's bad. Um, I can't have that. But the fact is, I could if I didn't go overboard. Don't eat the whole thing. One thing that I felt like uh, Weight Watchers did for me was, you know, if I wanted some chocolate cake, um, and I was very satisfied with just a single bite, just a little swipe of the fork, if Mm -hmm. I could just taste it, and go, wow, I appreciate how good you taste chocolate cake. And then having the willpower and the discipline to say, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. Or you could also find an alternative that you could have more and it would taste just as delicious. Exactly. So. And that's the one thing that you hear all the time is that sugar is more addictive than heroin, which is terrifying and so very true. I mean, I, there were times in my life, in my dieting phases, where I would cut out sugar, and um, usually about two, three days in, you, you develop flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's it, withdrawal. It is. And I was realizing, oh my word, I am truly addicted to this substance. And it's in everything. Why is that? I read somewhere that sugar is the main ingredient in McDonald's french fries. That's great. Not potatoes. (laughs) Right. Not potatoes. It's sugar. And it's sugar. And then I was also listening to another podcast a couple days ago that talked about the addictive substances they put in fast food. Did you know that they do that? They actually have... It's like the nicotine in cigarettes. But yet, if if you would want to make a whole... Like, you see all these people that have holistic type products and Mm -hmm. those are the ones we question uh right uh okay i'm telling you they have got us wired don't they Mm -hmm. it's it's the whole selling of the bullets and the bandages bullets and band-aids yep okay sorry off track no i know 
um, this all or nothing thinking that you're either on a diet being good or not caring and being bad. That's a big one because um, there's a lot of guilt that I associate with food. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a, um, like I'm punished. Right. And, and, and that's, and I had this unhealthy relationship with diet and exercise. And in fact, I, I had posted this on my Instagram. Exercise is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. And so I think the, the equation of what you ate, if you did um, fuel your body in the way that God had intended it to be fueled, and he did, he gave us everything. Everything that is on the earth naturally, he has provided for our enjoyment. And we have allowed the food industry and the healthcare industry, kind of a noxymoron there, to infiltrate the way we um, fuel our bodies. And the fact is, it's not fuel. It's making us fat. And, you know, I read an article, you know, several years ago. It was like, if you're fat, it may not be your fault. And in terms of it's everywhere. I mean, between where we are here in the studio in our home, it's like, how many unhealthy food choices do we run into from in, in a five mile radius? I mean, we are saturated. Look at the the grocery store. I mean, they say shop the edges, mm-hmm. um, except they're putting a lot of junk in the edges too. They are the bakeries and and the things that are on the edges. The in everything in the middle. Temptation. Yeah, yeah. What we were talking about. It's like if you're an alcoholic, you can avoid a bar. Um, hopefully, you know, if you're on track to, um, you know, a healthy lifestyle. The thing about having an unhealthy relationship with food is you still have to eat. You still have to eat. And it's really hard if if you're used to eating cheesecake for breakfast to convince yourself that steamed broccoli is so much better <laughs> than uh, a piece of cheesecake. You know, the taste buds in my eyes don't um, recognize that. However, and this is where... I am thankful, and and before we went on air, I said, you know what? The Bible talks about consider even when bad things happen to us, consider it all pure joy. And I am thankful that my blood sugar um, spiked to 197 because that opened my eyes. That was my little gentle nudge that uh, what you're doing isn't working anymore even though the mirror had been showing me that for a long time, I needed something, uh, I needed something concrete to look at. Mm-hmm. And that number was my nice little gentle wake up call. And my husband, who's, you know, been battling with diabetes now for a few years, he's like, Oh, I'd, you know, I would love to have a blood sugar of 197. That's not acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. And I realize it is a sign of more, things to come if I don't take control of that and um, so looking trying to get rid of that all or nothing thinking like you're either on a diet being good or not caring and being bad and then your main priority is reaching a number on the scale 
or obtaining a certain body fat percentage rather than the health or well-being, your overall health and well-being. And then spending money on pills, potion, detox, um, you know, for fat loss. It's like trying to come up with a quick way. There is no quick way. Nope. I mean, it didn't get on there quickly. I mean, it does. There are some days you feel like, oh my goodness, I weigh and more three more pounds than I did yesterday, but it comes on slowly and it's going to come off even slower. Yep. And I mean, I I can attest to that. I'm I'm struggling as well. So. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, they've got these four little breakdowns here. Um, that I just four quick ones. Let's talk about those. Uh, you want to start with that one? Sure. The the first one says, don't view food as good and bad actually food can't be good or bad it's just food you just have to choose food that is going to fuel your body and if you can look at that as a way to nourish your body and it's not going to hurt you to have some of the things that may not nourish your body but you don't want that to be out of balance you just gotta not eat too much of the bad right or what you consider the bad that's right because food doesn't have a moral value right right Right. it it, it's just there are some things that are processed um that your body just craves right eating the chocolate's not bad it's just not what you want to be fueling your body with more than you are fueling it with say broccoli right exactly yeah so i know for me it's finding a healthy balance the best way uh to eat is to follow some sort of pattern that works for you and i'm overwhelmed It's like the internet is just filled with so much information. And I know it depends on your age. I know it depends on other health conditions. And and I get so overwhelmed with the choices because everybody, particularly this time of year, anytime at the beginning of the year, you're inundated with, hey, try this, take this test and do this and do that. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to trust my instinct. I know for for me, I want to focus on that celery juice. Um, I want to, I just want to, as an experiment, do a 30-day trial of the celery juice every morning. And it's it's very specific about when to do it. And I know you know this, you know, about, you know, drinking water first, waiting 30 minutes, then doing the celery wait 30 minutes and so I'm I'm really trying to pay attention to the timing of things and that's something I can manage that's controllable to me Um, so I'm going to trust my instincts on what I should be eating instead of you know following a specific plan I just I know I know how Weight Watchers works I know how intermittent fasting works it's it's trying to find what works for me and also checking my blood sugar along the way and seeing what foods really do affect those glucose levels for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think um, I think a healthy balance of exercise, because that's the other thing, my addictive personality, am I going to go overboard like I've done in the past? And I've injured myself when it comes to exercise. So it's finding, um, and I want to start slow and steady. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the turtle. So when steady wins the race. That's my favorite it. little motto. Uh-huh. All right. Um, eat mindfully. So I was trying to think about this. When you go to a restaurant, you know, it's the experience and you're sitting down and eating and you're focusing on your food and you are enjoying your food. So you should really consider doing that kind of atmosphere 
every time you eat a meal or even if you're having a snack. Put the plate together and sit down and eat it. So instead of just grabbing a bag of chips and getting them as you're running out the door, now I know this takes a little bit of planning, but put everything on a plate, sit down and eat it and enjoy whatever it is you're eating. The other day I made this really nice salad. It was just a bunch of my favorite things. It had arugula and a little bit of goat cheese, pomegranate seeds, blueberries. I don't even remember. I just threw everything I could on there that I enjoy. It wasn't a recipe. It was one of my smorgasbord dinners this you know, past week that we had everything spread out like a buffet. Serve yourself <laughs> and put together your meal, kind of like a bowl or a salad. Love that. But it was so good. And I sat down and enjoyed it. I even had a glass of wine with it and still managed to lower my numbers the next day. My blood awesome. sugar didn't spike. It was perfect. That's great. And then I think often, I mean, I think... Everybody on the planet has had a very heavy meal and you feel, I call it, I feel like I've got a brick in my, my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so what I love the way I feel when I know I ate healthy, Mm -hmm. it's mental, it's physical, and then it really does become um, medical or you can see what your good choices do. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about checking blood sugar is that you you can see within an hour or two uh, what you did to your body. Well, now you can you see all the time people who are not diabetic have these glucose monitors on their arms, which I find crazy because even diabetics, we have trouble getting those. So I'm not sure how. Oh, I didn't even know. Well, I mean, it's could, just it's yeah. super expensive. Like they didn't even want to give me one. When I was leaving the hospital, I was like, I'm telling you right now, that is what I want. Right. This is how I'm going to control my disease or or whatever you want to call it. It Injury. Yeah, injury. (laughs) So you you can uh, monitor that all the time. But it just was such a big ordeal for them to to grant me access to this it was it was very odd it was like uh, that is odd. I was like I'm telling you right now I'm not leaving here until I have that prescription they finally gave it to me they were not yeah that is so bizarre gosh so so bad so anyway focus on feeling good the well-being and health your overall well-being and health so when weight is the sole focus of lifestyle change it's easy to go back to old eating habits if you don't see results and that is frustrating for me because i'm like i've been good for 48 hours why don't i why am i not down at size Mm -hmm. and it's like hmm so i lose a lot of patience there so i need to focus on health and well-being and um it's not dictated all the time by a number that's why you can have those non-scale victories so uh, rather than by behaviors and feelings of wellness so these goals are more positive and of more benefit than a sole focus on the scales so you know find find what works for you because we're all so very different we're all in words that you've used before vicky of we're all a case study of one because our body is our body and our histories are, are different our upbringing our health challenges our uh, lifestyle we're all so different so we've got to and come on it's not rocket science it, it's like pay attention to what goes in what are you doing to expel it as far as exercise you know the calorie deficit but most importantly it's what are you putting in and, and if you put trash in you're gonna feel like garbage yep absolutely and it's it's 
this is where we have enough self-respect to know, you know, if, are we a dollar menu or however, are we a $5 biggie bag kind of, of person or do we deserve, you know, the, the rich color that comes from eating healthy? Because it's, it's, it's wild. If you look at it, it, they, it, it, the truth comes out in the color. If you've got two plates and you go and get, I used to know the numbers for McDonald's. I am happy to say I have no idea what the numbers are for, you know, the combo meals. So McDonald's, look at the color of their fries their chicken nuggets. It's it's all this light brown color that is processed. Then you look at say My a salad, salad. Mm-hmm. and all the things that you described in it the the beautiful lush greens, the reds of tomatoes, the 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 blue of uh, the blue purple of the the blueberries. I mean, it's just it's beautiful it's like the garden of eden Mm -hmm. and it's like come on we know we know what to do here what we don't have what we lack is the skill of discipline of knowing what's right and doing what is right and it's for your own benefit it's your health not somebody else's but the fact is it is because you especially moms, I'm I'm talking to those moms out there, so much hinges. The decisions that we make for our families really does dictate the life of everybody else that we're in contact with in our household. We do control so much and, and it starts in the kitchen. And I know some of my favorite memories with my husband as even as yesterday, we are sitting there in the kitchen experimenting. And he goes, oh, you know what? I'm going to squeeze some lemon juice on this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that totally changed the taste of what we were just cooking with. And he's like, I think it's that lemon juice. And I'm like, I think you're right. And so we're getting excited about cooking in the kitchen when it was so easy to let's just go and pick up something. And so we're making that family time together mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Yep. I call the kitchen my office. Yeah. And I said, this is my desk. And that's yep. what I tell the, this is where I spend most of my life in, is in the kitchen, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And just creating the memories there, you know, making good food, good memories. Yep. Well, there's your Wellness Wednesday. So go take on the rest of the week. Make good decisions today. They'll lead to better decisions tomorrow. Have a great day. Sometimes we succeed in life. Sometimes we fail. But every day is a clean slate and a fresh opportunity. Make today the day.